Father, as we go into your word this morning, I ask in Jesus' name that you speak into each of our hearts and lives in Jesus' name. Amen. Sweet living spirit of God, you are the teacher, you are the illuminator, you are the inspirator, you are our eye opener. You are the one that communicates to us particularly as concerning the purpose of God for our lives. You are the one that knows exactly where we are part time in our journey of life. Sweet Holy Spirit, I ask in Jesus' name that you will speak a precise, definite, accurate word into every heart and every life in Jesus' name. Lord, by, power, by the reason of your word, let there be a transformation. Let us come to a place of decision and direction in life in Jesus' name. Thank you for anointing my tongue of clay to speak with simplicity and unravel the depth of your mystery in Jesus' name. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we'll pray. And let the church of God say, Amen. Hallelujah. Genesis chapter 1. Well, church is not uh, a 100 meter dash. Amen. Uh, is continual. Amen. So any topic we did not finish, we'll continue some other time. So we put a a first a push up to law of transformation amen this morning i want to speak briefly on what i call making 2019 count making 2019 count genesis chapter 1 verse 26 genesis hallelujah and then from Genesis chapter 21, verse 26, we'll now go to uh, uh, Luke's gospel, chapter 14, from verse 28. All right. If you ask yourself, if you sit back, this is the what characterize so many people's end of the year. Pain, regrets, undying knowns, I wish, praise God. Most people, when they, when they, the year is coming to an end, it's really not a time they are excited because the weeks and the months that have gone by are full of disappointment, failure, lack, and sometimes they wish things had been better. Praise God. So they intuitively criticize the year as being a very bad year. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Ah, they say, ah, 2018, ah, not 2018, so was. 2018, go, go, go. Ah, 2019. They forgot. They did the same thing to 2017. And they were romancing 2018 when it was coming. Hallelujah. Ah, 2018, 2018. Yeah. Ah, 2019. I can't wait for this year to end. Right? Because of series of disappointments, failures, and lacks. Praise God. They enter 2018 with lots of excitement, lots of hope, lots of joy that the year 2018 will be a lot better than 2019. Now they are at the end of 2018 that is so celebrated in January, and now they are having the same attitude and mindset towards 2018 that they had towards 2017. They are going to enter 2019 again with another, another kind of excitement, being happy, praise God, about 2019. Unknown to them that there's a need for them to change something about themselves if the year will truly be good for them or not. Praise God. If you sit back, ask yourself, where did 2019, 2018 go? For some people, they just realize in December that 2018 has gone. 
and they look behind them, nothing, they've achieved nothing, accomplished nothing, and got nothing done. Amen. Amen. Oftentimes, the problem is not the problem of potential. The problem is not the, pro the problem of opportunities. Hallelujah. The problem oftentimes is people problem, individual problems. Praise God. And I want to address something very simple this morning, and I trust that God will give us understanding our heart in Jesus' name. You see, the Nigerian church, I don't, well, I, I only know Nigerian church Christians, so let me leave it to Nigerian church. We are so religious that if we meet God, we will fall to him. He's not as religious as we are. Praise God. Somebody's looking at Religion is man-made. We are religious. God is spiritual. Praise God. Religion makes you feel it's all God and you nothing. It's what you got. God just do it. Ah, this year will be better. I prophesy this year will be good. Praise God. I prophesy ah, that year was bad. Oh, this year will be good. How would this year be good? What will make it good? What is your definition of good? The year itself doesn't do anything to you. It is what you do with the year that he returns back to you. Hello. When I was growing up as a young believer, I was not directly forbidden, or forbidden rather, but somehow, indirectly, we were made to feel as if planning was synonymous to lack of faith. Amen? We are made to believe that if you have an idea, if you know in concrete terms what you want, then you are not living by faith. We are meant to believe that living by faith is being nebulous. God knows it. Just believing that God, you understand. I just believe. Believe for what? Amen. I just trust God. Trust God for what? Explain to me the practical terms, in practical terms, what trust God means. We fly words around that are religious and pacify and soften our religious mind and our lazy mentality and we just feel good with ourselves and live year in, year out uh, coming back with the same results. That will not be your story in 2019. That will not be you in 2019. You will enter 2019 with a different mentality. You will enter 2019 prepared. You will enter 2019 in charge. Amen. Amen. You see, religion makes us to feel, it, to feel the, the, they overstretch the sovereignty of God. And they demean or ignore the responsibility of man. I'm going to say that again. They make us feel they overstretch the place of the, sovereign, the, the sovereignty of God. God knows all things. God can do all things. If God decides to do it, he will do it. It's in God's hands. I'm believing God for it. Whatever God chooses to do. If God says it's, it's his will, if God says, I will pass, I will pass. If God says, I will succeed, I will succeed. If it's will, do you understand? We abdicate everything. We put everything, all the responsibility in the hand of God. Overstretching the place of the sovereignty of God. And abdicating the place of the responsibility of man. When God made man, Bible says God put man on the earth to what? To keep it. So, 
the responsibility of what happens on this side of eternity called the planet earth is largely dependent on who? On man. God said, telling us that he even himself is limited to what happens on earth until man takes certain responsibility. He said, I can't do anything. He said, I'm waiting for a man to pray. I'm waiting for a man to intercede. I'm waiting for a man to invite me to the scene to act. If no man invites me to the scene to act, I know what the problem is. I know what is going on, yet I won't be able to do it. So, in God's operation, his role and our role are well defined. Praise God. When God was going to overthrow Sodom and Gomorrah, God told the angel that came to represent God, told Lot and his wife to leave. And the guy was dilly-dallying. He said, look, you have to go because until you leave, I cannot do anything. You mean you won't do anything or you cannot? He said, I cannot. Not that I won't. I wouldn't do anything. I can't. Hello. So man has authority here on earth, whether born again or not born again. Listen, God did not create only Christians. He created all men. Some choose to be rebellious, but yet he's still their maker. Praise God. And everything you saw in the book of Genesis was not sent to Christians. It was sent to, hu to man, humanity. Hallelujah. So if any man, born again or not, apply and adopt those principles, that man will experience what God expects him to experience. The instruction dominate was not given to Christians. was given to mankind. So any man, Hebrew, he, uh, Hindus, Shindus, Muslims, you know, any one of them, when they obey, whether by default or by chance, those principles, those principles will work for them. Hallelujah. So I want us to please, you know, begin to debunk certain religiosity in our minds. Are you listening to me this morning? I want us to begin to debunk certain religiosities in our mind. I'm going to be talking about something very simple. The reason why you came to the end of 2018 with nothing to show is because you entered 2018 with nothing to take. The reason why you entered 2018, I ended 2018 with nothing to show is because you did not have any plan for 2018. So you're living by chance, by circumstance, whatever happens, just trusting God. You are living by key Sarah said, what's going to be is going to be. Praise God. Well, such as principles, all things being equal, I should be. All things are not usually equal. People make all things equal. People work to ensuring all things become equal. Check out your life. Most of the successes you achieve, majority of them, a product of well-planned, well-thought-out, well-thought-out, and well-executed work. For example, we didn't just put rice in, on the fire and hope and trust it will come out as your love rice. Hello? We didn't throw rice on the fire and trust that uh, it will come out as fried rice. Hello? You planned it. 
One, before you start, you embark on that mission, that's a project. And that project has a plan. And, that, and, and before you, have, you, have, you before you're planning, you had purpose. You knew exactly what you wanted. I wanted jollof rice, not fried rice. Hello. Because you knew what you wanted was fried rice and not jollof rice. When you went to the market, you purchased the ingredients and the condiments necessary to produce fried rice and not jollof rice. Because it's not the same uh, 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 condiment they require. Amen. They may have some similar things, but the, the, the fried one, so it's there from jollof rice zone. Am I correct? And then the process of making jollof rice, whether it's Ghanaian jollof rice or Nigerian jollof rice, is different from producing fried rice. Am I correct? As simple as that is, you plan it ahead. You don't just hope rice will turn to fried or jollof. And then you took informed actions, series of informed actions to ensure your desire came to pass. But why do you enter year 2018 with nothing in mind? Nothing concrete. Nothing tangible. Nothing purposeful. Just hoping. Just like a piece of rice. Just like a, a bowl of rice. Uncooked rice that God has given us 20, like 2019. Just hope this 2019 will just turn to jollof rice. Do you understand how I don't want to use the word that is coming to my mind. But it's very, very silly for you to just think somebody gives you a bowl of raw rice and then, wow, <laughs> see my bowl of raw rice, it will become jollof rice. By the time three months have come and gone, you see have the same raw rice. And then you come at the end of the day. What happened to my raw rice? How come it never turned to jollof or to fried rice? Amen. Because you never planned anything. Nothing. You did nothing. Praise God. Don't enter 2019 the same way. There's no point crying over a spilled milk where you see have the cow. Amen. There's no point crying and say, oh, 2019. Forget the past. Behold, I do a new thing. Hallelujah. And I will show you. Behold, I do a new thing. Whenever God wants to walk among his people, he's always preparing them, sending a word ahead. One way that God prepares his people for what he wants to do in their life is to send a word ahead. Hallelujah. I believe God is sending a word ahead to us this morning because he has a plan for us. I have no doubt in my heart that this church, what I mean this church, I mean members of this church are taking over this land. I have no doubt in my heart. Listen to me. We have gone to the mountaintop. We have seen the promised land. Hallelujah. But Peter said something. He said, he said, we have a more sure word of prophecy. We are sure. We are going to a place where, he said, he said, we are with him on the holy mounts. Amen. We have been to the holy mounts in the place of prayer and meditation in God's word and interaction with God's spirit. We know what he has brought into our spirit. And I know without any shadow of doubt, in a few years from now, when they are mentioning names in this city, in this nation, when they are mentioning projects, sir, Things in this nation, you will see members of this church being prominent there in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. But you see, when God gives you a promise, he shows you a process. Hallelujah. Because it is his process that leads you to the fulfillment of his, of his promise. Hallelujah.
So I believe God is giving us 20 years in one year in 2019. He's putting, he's loading 20 accomplishments, success, advancement of 20 years in this one year, 2019. Therefore, you cannot afford to spill it. Amen. You cannot afford to waste it. You cannot afford to trivialize it. If you know the value of what you are carrying, it will, there's another thing that says, um, I don't know how to say it properly, but let me just say it anyhow. That if you are wearing white, you don't play with somebody selling oil. Palm oil, that is. You are all dressed in white. And then your best friend is, uh, is a mechanic. Do you understand? When, the, when you are coming, and the guys are saying, just stop there, don't worry. Don't, hey, be speaking for me from this distance. By reason of what I'm wearing, by reason of what I am carrying, by reason of where I'm going, there are certain places, certain people, certain things I cannot get engaged with. I cannot get involved with. But when you carry nothing, you're going nowhere. Life will push you anywhere he chooses. A friend will come and say, ah, oh, well, have an, uh, let's go watch a movie. What will dictate the movement of your life is let us. Oh, oh, make we. More, 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 go now, more, 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 go here, more, go chop, more, go chop, listen to me, if you have 10,000 naira in your hand, and you have a project of 20 million naira, when that 10,000 naira comes to your heart, or to your hand, you are thinking, how, what can I do with this 10,000 naira, to help me kickstart the 20 million naira project. Your mind goes to work. What can I do with it? What I have is 10,000 naira. The project I have is 20 million naira. What can I do with it? But somebody with 100,000 naira, with no purpose, no project, is that fun? Ah, but I don't hear something they don't carry account for 100,000 naira. I bet, mega chicken, more go mega chicken. Yeah, yeah, so more go mega. In two weeks, two weeks is too much. In two days, you will blow the 100,000 naira. But the man with a 20 million naira project with 10,000 naira, for the next one week, is he thinking? Is he thinking? What can I do? How can I get this? How do I have this 20 million naira project? But all I have is 10,000 naira. What can I do with it? Jesus said, they said, look, Jesus, we have several people to feed. The idea, the need, the project is to feed over 5,000 people. But the resources was what? Two fishes and five loaves of bread. And they said, what is this among so many? Jesus said, make them to sit down. Listen to me. When you have a big project and have small resources, the grace to think out ideas, the grace to think out ideas on how to turn your little resources to big, to solving that major project will come to you. But when there's no project, there is no motivation. Hallelujah. There's no what? There is no motivation. I told you several years ago, I told you here a couple of times, several years ago, I, when I first got to Abuja, I was cutting. And because I was cutting, I was earning money and I was doing business. Money was coming in, but as it was coming in, it was going out. As it was coming in, it was going out. All the eateries in Abuja, we knew them. Now, if you know where Abacha Barak is, 
is outskirts of town, but it's known for one thing. That was before the first uh, Boko Haram attack. It was known for fish, pepper soup joints. This big catfish, this scale fish, that was a joint in Abuja. So in the evening, everybody gravitates towards that direction. And we all go there, hey, you sit, you sit down. Ah! For some people, it was a constant place they visit regularly. Hallelujah. Abuja Barracks. What a beautiful place there. If I just think about it, I just remember. You will see all kinds and all manner of fishes. The one that is like this. The one that will be like this. And then you see all kinds assorted. So it was time for me to get my house. The moment I decided I was going to get a house, I sat down. I said, I'm writing down. If you get the house, what are you moving into this? Ordinary cotton. I had none. No window blind. Nothing. I, except one thing. The camp gas that I brought from Zaria. That was the only thing I had. So I got the house and I sat down. Reality down on me. I wrote budgets. Cotton. Carpet, furniture, this, that. By the time I was through writing it, I look and say, wow, there's a lot of project ahead. And in less than one month, or thereabouts, more than a half of those things were taken care of. All along, I had what it takes to take care of them. They've been passing through my hand, and much more, but they have been wasted. There was no project, so I could not commit any resources that come into my hand to action. The money didn't come at once. But as it came, the day I could buy spoon, I bought spoon. The day I could buy only pot, I bought pots. Hallelujah. The day I could buy um isn't there, as we see have it. That's I do use a cook. What is the, what is the other thing? Cooker. Thank you, ma. Did I, in fact, eh, that day I wanted to buy something bigger than that. Somebody said, no, 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 why do you need all that? I said, if I can afford it, why don't I go buy it now? Why would I buy one now? And then when I'm married, I'm not buying When I can I wish I'd bought that one. You wish I'd be? Yeah, what a pity, baby. <laughs> but the same money was coming to my hand all along. But I didn't know that volume of money was coming to my hand until there was a project. You wouldn't know the value of your time until you are pursuing a project. Do you realize that you can just long with a friend? Hmm? You don't know how the volume of three minutes. Let me tell you. In boxing, every round is three minutes. Every round is three minutes. You will not know how long three minutes is until you engage in doing something. Say, ah, three minutes long ago. But when you are wasting it, it doesn't take long. When you begin to commit your time to something, that's when you will know the value of one hour. Say, you mean I could achieve this in one hour? I could go this far in one hour? So Genesis, chapter 1, verse, from verse 26. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness, and let him have dominion over the fish of the sea, 
over the fowl of the air and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Uh-huh. God's, so God created man. In, in what? In his own image. What was his plan? Let us make man. In what? In our own image. He said, so God did what? Hello. It's not rocket science. There's no technical revelation here. It's so simple. Let us go to Bagada. And they went to Bagada. Do you understand? Without a destination, a, de a, a defined destination, there's no arrival. Hallelujah. So I want to show you without a defined goal for 2019, there is no achievement. Have I lost us? No. You guys are looking as if there's one revelation. Look, God is simple. No revelation is. Don't spooky something. There's nothing like that. Relax. You were enjoying it before I started reading the Bible. I don't know what the Bible has done so to you now. All right, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created him. Go back to verse 26. I want to show us something. How many of you, you've been to, or you've just passed through this big construction site? Or whether big or small, as long as it's government construction site, there's something you will always notice. What is that thing? One big signboard. That signboard tells you everything about that project. Am I correct? Yes. So look at God. When he set out to do something, he put a signboard that defined everything he wanted to do. Amen. This year, you must have something well articulated, written for 2019. God said, let us what? Make man. What is the project? The project is what? Man. What is the project? That's what they normally write. Now you see they write project, construction of so and so and so, architects, so and so and so, designed by so and so and so, uh, Date, date, time frame, date of delivery. It's God's purpose was what? Well articulated. Was well defined. Let us do what? Make man. Hallelujah. Then there was a description of that man in our own image. That was not the first time God would be creating something, but that was every creation has its Full description. Hallelujah. I want to become an artist. What kind of an artist? In, by the end of 2019, I want to have, I want to be rich. How rich? How rich? One million? Is it narrow or in dollars? There must be definiteness of purpose. When God was, the only reason why God was able to say, and he did it was because what he did fit into what he said he wanted to do. Hello. So 2019, what is the goal? What is your goal for 2019? What is your let us make what? Let us make what? Are you telling your spirit, soul, and body coming together? 
What are you engaging your spirit, your soul, and body to accomplish? Hallelujah. What are you engaging your total being to, to get done? What are you telling yourself? Let us. So let us make man. How? In our own image, after our own likeness. When he, when he gave the description, he now stated the purpose. Let them have dominion. If he never said the purpose, the purpose that, of God for man was what determined what God put in man. If he didn't say, let them have dominion over this creature, he won't put the competence, the talent, the ability for man to dominate in, those things in man. Have I lost you? I want to go and school abroad. Why? Because everybody's doing it. You'll be lost in the process. I want to study music. Why? When you know the words, your words must be so strong that to answer your why. Hello? Most times, it is actually your why that defines or determines your words. So you are entering 2019. What is 2019? 2019 is 365 gifts that God is giving to you. 365 awesome gifts. Pages that you have the responsibility and the right to determine what it is. You see, it's going to be difficult. That's why I started from religion. One of the things that forbids us from planning is religion. One of the things that forbids us that we abdicate all our responsibility to God. We just, we're just waiting. Some way, somehow, we're going to make it. We're going to make it. Some way, somehow, we're going to make it. 20 years time. Some way, somehow, we're gonna make it. The person that has small plan and walk towards it, and the person that has nebulous or no plan, in no time, that person will be gone so far, and this person will see me. Some way, somehow, we're gonna make it. There's actually a song like that, too. Yes, yes. You remember that song? I don't actually remember to know it. <laughs> it's good to thank you, Jared, for being my. Oh, we started making me to feel as if, I'm, as if I'm old. It's old school. It's our school song. Our school song. Mostly old school. Uh -uh. Our school song. They didn't go to the same school we went, so yeah, it's our school song. <laughs> And let them have dominion. This is a purpose. There was a project. There was a description. There was a purpose. Hallelujah. So you must know all these things. Verse 27 became reasonable. Because verse 26 was definable. 
This is where I am. This is where I'm going. Praise God. In planning, in, in, in getting, in maximizing, in making 2019 count, the first thing is that you must decide what you want. You must decide what you want. And I'm going to mention five areas you need to decide. You need to make decisions. You, you need to have plan for. Five areas. I'm, I'm just going to mention them. Number one, because, listen to me, you cannot have success in life when your life is lopsided. When your life is not well, uh, it, it, it does not sink. I'm going to mention five areas of your life that are key and that are interrelated. That you must be making progress, you must be advancing in all these five areas of your life. Sometimes we make progress in one area because that's the only area we plan for and we make effort for and we suffer in other area and, and we are not successful. The lack in this area begins to affect this other area. Can I have an amen? Five areas. Number one, your spiritual life. You must have plan for your spiritual life. You must have plan for your spiritual life. Do you have plan for your spiritual life? Some people in church, the only thing they have to them is age. I was born again 10 years ago, 15 years ago. They have not grown spiritually. Length of years of being born again does not determine your level of spirituality. So what spiritual, what plan do you have for your spiritual growth, for your spiritual development, for your spiritual advancements? I want to be a man of the spirit. I want to be a man of the word. I want to be a, somebody that will be able to pray minimum of one hour every day. I want to be able to meditate on the word of God minimum of 30 minutes every day. I want to be able to be able to design spirits. I want to be able to, I'm going to begin to walk in the gift of the spirits. Yes, Bible says the seal of giving is given to all of us. All of us. Is not necessarily ministry or offices. As a husband, you can, in your office as your husband, demonstrate gift of the spirit. By word of knowledge or word of wisdom, you know what your son or your child is going through in school. Yes? By word of knowledge, you know what is coming to the family. That you need to plan and pray for. If your spiritual receptiveness is low, even when God is speaking, you won't hear. Even when God is showing you, you won't understand. Hello? So you must have spiritual plan for your spiritual growth. It's not for pastor. You're not doing it for pastor. You're doing it for yourself. Hallelujah. It also includes your service in the house of God. This year you are a church goer. Next year, are you going to be a church goer or are you going to be somebody that is making impact, real impact in the kingdom? How many people have planned that this year I'm entering, I will win 10 souls? You don't think it's part of life? You don't think it's part of your assignment here on earth? Hallelujah. If you don't plan ahead, three, six, five days will come and go. You will not have one soul. You have saved to the Lord. When opportunities come, you will not take advantage because you are not expecting them. You will waste them. Hallelujah. So the first thing you must have, you must have plan for your spiritual life. The second thing, you must have plan for your relationships. Say relationships. Now when I mean relationship, I'm not talking about a boy-girl relationship. I'm talking about relationships. 
relationship between your parents, you and your parents. Many of us, our relationship with our parents are not as good as it, it should be. Life is all about people. You have to learn. I was at an event yesterday, you know, and uh, I saw so many people that I've known for a long time. And what a joy it was to see all of them. And each one of them came from the back to come and greet me. Some of them have forgotten they ever existed. I was at Drama Yaba yesterday. Your sister was there to sing. <laughs> from the gates, somebody recognized me. So sorry, he's a pastor. Please take him to the registry. When I got to the, the lady dressed, she said, Are you a pastor? I said, Yes. See, you mean you're a minister? I said, Okay. <laughs> I said, Whatever, man. I said, Whatever, man. Praise God. But, you know, people came from the back. They said, Hey, you know, some of them I knew them when they were like this. When I mean like this, I mean primary school. Yes. And they've all grown. They all were like, Wow, I said, That's my wife there. That's my wife. That's okay. I'm, wow, wow. We see after service. You know, I didn't go to the end because I had to. I thought I was keeping some people outside. I was trying to keep the other relationship. <laughs> you must look. Conflicts, not fight. Conflict is part of life. Disagreement is part of life. But you must learn, develop, but become a master, a skillful person at managing conflicts. Without necessarily losing people. Hello. You must learn to manage relationships. You must learn to do what? Manage relationships. As I sat back there yesterday, nearly every all of us in front, I had connection, one connection, one personal connection, or the other with all of them. And they were all good. I'm not saying I'm a good guy. You know, I get my own my own weaknesses too. So I'm not, but I'm just saying, you must learn. Yesterday when I was there and I saw what happened, I knew I need to do a lot more on working on my relationships. With your parents, with your superior, with your colleagues, with people under you. Many of you maltreat and despise people. Some of the people in secondary school today that you look down on five years from now. Five years from now. Some of them will be your colleagues. Not because you are not moving, but because they are also moving. Hello? Many of them will be, will be your, yes, I'm telling you. Many of them will become your colleagues. People you love to sit down and interact with. And they will have something to bring to the board. They will have something to bring to the table. So don't despise anybody. Don't maltreat anybody. Don't look down on anybody. I met a young man several years ago. When I was in SS2 or SS3, the guy was maybe just one or just two. And one day I just saw him. You know, I've got, I've, I was already born again that time, so I no longer maltreat junior. I said, what are you doing here? He was in maybe SS class. I said, what are you doing here? You know, the way we protect our, our, our territory. What is a junior doing in a senior? So what are you doing here? He said, he said, he said, he said. He couldn't answer. I said, so you are just wondering. He said, yes, I'm just wondering. <laughs> I said, okay. So what's your problem? So I turned to him. He left and all that. So he said, I said, Wandala. He said, oh, he said. I saw the boy one day in Abuja. He did not look like it at all. 
tall, huge, clean up, looking nice, get, fantastic guy with a Porsche car. Oh, yes. At the time I saw him, I think I was in driving that my, that my Benz. You know, the one that I drive. You know, not the one that, you know, it, your car can be carrying you, but you can be the one. That car, I was carrying that car with my heart. We had to plan that car because that car cannot afford to be inside traffic. It will stop. The overheating will kill it. It will stop. So we avoid traffic. We take longer routes. So he answered. So I said, hello. I said, hello, how are you? I said, hello, how are you? How are you doing? I said, yeah, hello, Satu. You know, when he says Satu, you say Satu to them. You look at the guy. He said, say, you don't know me, sir. I said, please, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. You know, we get to meet people in church. I said, so I started mentioning churches. He said, no, 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 no. And I said, Wandara! That thing stuck to his mind. Because I said, Wandara! Because I said, so you are wondering at me? He said, yeah. So he said, I said, Wandara! So he responds. And we became kind of friends till I left school. If I'm there, he can never be punished. Even if he has, I would say, ah, Wandara, why you two misbehave? I can't even remember his name. He told me that I can't even remember right now. Want his talk, Wandara. Praise God. Listen, my cousin told me something one time. When he left school, he went to work. His mom died. The father died for a long time. Nobody to support him in school. So he got a job and he was working. So about four or five years or six years into his work, one of his junior in school, when he was in form five, the one guy was in form one. And it was the guy's school father. Had just been a transfer to his establishment, and it was about five steps ahead of him. He was answering yes, sir, to the guy. He got home, he wept. A brilliant guy, he wept. And then he decided he was going to go to school. He said, give me any course. Curriculum, a do or not. Just give me. Let me just have degree. Do you understand? So he ran, Eta Skeptor was going to when he got to University of Illinois looking for admission, people that assisted him in getting the admission were his juniors in secondary school. So when I say to you, don't despise, in relationship, don't despise anybody within the chain, within the ladder. It's important. Even if you are still ahead of them, there's something, you go to places, you don't know anybody, it's your junior that will be there. How have you treated that junior? Have you tried to enhance people's life or you try to sabotage people's progress? They will not forget. Payday will come. We've been friends for, for how long now? We lost contact for several years. So very easy for us to, for us to meet again and flow. Why? So, your relationships. If you are married, listen, nurture that marriage. Amen. You will have conflict too. But nurture, invest in the marriage. Invest in your children. Praise God. The second, the third thing that you must have specific plan for is that you must have specific plan for your career life or your business life. Where do you want your business to be this time next year? What in, in concrete terms, where do you want your business to be by this time next year? Or where I want to be career-wise this time next year? You, by this time next year, you, will you want to have become 
to have gotten up to five certifications, three certifications. Do you want to become the go-to man in your company, in your team? Your, your career, what, what do you want to be? You want to be part of those guys that will just sit down and criticize the boss. Ah, our boss. Our boss is crazy. Somebody who see his craziness and see it as an opportunity. Hello. His craziness is somebody's opportunity to grow. Boy, you are here feeding your laziness and your ineptitude on his laziness. Why don't you take his own laziness as an advantage to advance your life? Uh, Oga cannot write. Oga is lazy when it comes to writing. Oga, can I go and write it for you, sir? Okay, I, I just thought you may need this thing, so I prepared this for you, sir. Ah! Oh, and I was just writing it to... Okay, okay. You may not have been writing itself. It's just like, I was just writing it to... Okay, okay. Ah, bring it. You don't want it. You are developing your skill, your talent, your ability. You are making way for yourself, career-wise. See, I know. I know God does not know how to do it. Then you just do... God does not know. Then you give him the basic. God may not know how to do it. But guy is seeing other people's work. He knows it can be better than this. The day he gets somebody better than you, you are a goner. Oh yes. You think you are undercutting him. You are undercutting yourself. You think you are undermining him. You are undermining yourself. You give the basic on the job. You see, your job does not, what your job gives you is not money. The best your job gives you is the man you become in, while working there. Hallelujah. If you walk anywhere, have the mindset of a CEO. Handle the business like it's your own. If you handle the business like it's your own, it's only a matter of time. Your own will be delivered into your hands. The reason why some people will work somewhere and they will live to start their own and they will never, their own will never succeed is when they were doing other people's own. They were doing it with like a daskal attitude. The same attitude they now brought into their own. Can I have an amen? amen? So what's your career plan for 2019? What is your business plan for 2019? In your business, sit down. What are you doing? Are you into fashion? Go and check out all the fashion icons in your industry. or In that industry. Or any industry you find yourself. Check out. Where do I want to be? Where do I want to go? Then set out. Write it out. Amen? Articulate it. There's something writing, something out articulately does to you. It gives you focus. It helps you to channel your energy into a particular direction. Hallelujah. The, that's the third area, right? The fourth area you must plan for very well is your finances. What is your financial plan? How much do you have in your bank account today? Write it out. Go to your, check your bank account and tell myself, tell yourself, today I have XYZ amount in my account. By this time next year, what do I want to have in my bank account? And how do I get there? Without a defined goal, you cannot plan. So you must have a defined goal. By this time next year, I want to have 100 million USD in my account. Write it down. Hallelujah. Do what? Write it down. 
So you must plan for your finances. Listen to me. That you make money does not mean you'll be rich. That you are successful in your business does not mean you'll be rich. Money has management skills. Let me tell you in brief. Number one, the first step to, this is how to succeed or to be financially independent or to make progress financially. Financially, number one, make money. You must have something that is generating money for you. That's number one. It can be an idea, a service. You want to have one million USD at the end of the year, at the end of 2019. You sit down. How? How many, what, how much should I be making in a month to be able to arrive at making this amount? Are you getting what I'm saying? How much do I need to make? You say, ah, by this time next year, I'll be, uh, that's, that's dreaming. Any goal that does not have plan on how to accomplish it is nothing but wishful thinking. It's what? It's nothing but wishful thinking. So your goal must have what? A plan. So you talk about money. The first step to, to being financially dependent, number one, is make money. Have a source of income. Is it a business? Is it an idea? Is it a service? Is it whatever? What can I do? What can I offer people that they can offer me back money? What do I have to give that is of worth, of value, that people are willing to pay for? Some of you, you would do better to go and offer to wash plates. Listen to me. It's only in Nigeria, that's why we have more people in Nigeria than in any, that most part of the world. It's only in Nigeria that people don't have dignity of labor. Anybody that is doing anything to make money is a man or woman of dignity. It's far better than begging. And of course, you know, it's far better than stealing. So whatever you do, legitimately, that you make money, you're a man of honor. Sir, can I come and wash your dishes? Can I come and wash your car? I'll just take a token. You can go to your estates and say, I'll come and be washing car for you every day. If you have 10, 10, 10 people, you can negotiate in a month. I'll come and wash your car. You give me. What are, what are you trading? You are trading your time and energy for money. Hallelujah. When you say that, okay, this job that I have cannot give me the kind of money that I'm looking for. What else can I do? When you sit down, ideas will come to you. Do you understand what I'm saying? Number two, for anybody that wants to be financially independent or make progress financially, you must learn to save. Say save. The band that is making 100,000 naira I'm blowing you 100,000 naira. And the man that is not making anything, at the end of the month, you come out to the same thing. As a matter of fact, the man that is not making anything will be better off. Because with your money, you have bought for yourself high tastes that you must finance. Hello? Oh. Let me tell you something. You are making 100,000. You used to use GoTV. Now you go and buy DSTV. Yes. You used to use, uh, what's the name called? You used to buy Access. 2,000 era. Now you are starting making 100,000. You go and you subscribe for Explorer. 8,000, 8,000. That's almost 10,000 era now. Listen to me. If you spe- it does not matter how much you are making. If you are not saving, you will end up with nothing. 
no matter how much it is, how was Joseph able to deliver Egypt in the time of famine? Saving. He said, for out of everything that comes, save 20%. 20% may look small, but it can save you in the days of droughts. It can make a difference in your life. One of the reasons why people save is so that when opportunity comes to invest. How many of you, somebody brought an investment opportunity to you? Good investment opportunity. Not all those scheme, scamming schemes. Oh. I mean, good. They said they are selling land. How much? 500,000. Ah, I wish I had the money. Hold a jibo. Anybody gone through that before? Ah, I wish I had the money. You had the money. It's in your tummy. And in your phone. You have spent it to buy the charge card. Data to watch what? Nothing. Nonsense. <laughs> Brother Shaggy. <laughs> Brother. Yes, no. That's what you're being. Eh? That's, that's, what you're, that's what you're watching. That's what you're watching. You spend all your data to do what? Brother Shaggy. The 500,000 came. Is it that your tummy or your phone? Yeah. Save. So when opportunity to invest come, you have, you have something to take and invest. Thank you. Praise God. He was learned to save. Even if it's 20% may look like nothing now, but keep saving it. Then number three, you must learn to multiply your resources. Make, save, multiply. Make, save, multiply. MSM. That was good. I never thought about that before. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So what financial plans you have? You can say, by this time next year, I want to have $2 million in my account. Any goal without plan is nothing but what? Wishful thinking. You are just dreaming. You must have a plan on how to achieve it. Lastly, I told us five areas, right? Number one was what? Spiritual life. Number two? Number three? Number four? Number five, your health. Your what? Your health. You must plan for your health. Listen to me. How do you want to look by this time next year? If you want to look younger, Jack, Jack, uh, like said, he said, I am, I, he, said, he said 40 years ago when you sent me out, I'm as strong as I was 40 years ago. A man of something was as strong as when he was in 40. It is not grace. It is worked at. Hello. It is not gifts. It is worked at. Everything in life must be deliberate, intentional, and purposeful. Hello. Many of us have certain body future that we inherited. But with whatever body future you inherit, you can still work at it to achieve certain level of strength, agility, and physical fitness. You work at it. How do you work at it? Number one, you must cherish your health. You must not develop your health. Listen to me. No matter how much you are planning to make, if you are not healthy, you cannot make the money. Am I correct? No matter goal you have, I want to do it. If you are not healthy, you cannot. That's why you must pay attention to your what? To your health. No, these are the things you need to do. Number one, you must, when you have a health goal, check out your health status right now. Where am I physically speaking? Where am I mentally speaking? Health is not just physical. World Health Organization defines health as a state of mental, emotional, and physical well-being. Because you can be physically well-being and mentally deranged. We have a lot of mental illnesses around. 
praise God. Depression is part of it. So when I'm talking about health, I'm talking about, according to World Health Organization definition, is a set of physical, mental, emotional, and social well-being. Praise God. So you must have that goal. When you have that goal, right? how do I achieve it? Many of you will not be eating what you are eating right now. You know that you don't need it. Praise God. So you, you have to. Many of you, you don't even like to eat things that are good for your health. Like fruits. Cultivate it. Start it. Discipline yourself. At 50, you are looking 25. People say, how oh, you mean you are you, you are 50? Why you mean you're 50? Say, oh, yeah, I'm 50. If I tell some of you my age, many of you will run away. I can do, physically speaking, some of the things some of you cannot do right now. If you dare me, we'll go, we'll do press up right now. Praise God. Though I've not been doing. <laughs> you, you want to challenge me? <laughs> Listen to me. So you must, what you eat, what you think, hello, and how you rest. Rest is part of it. Some of you, you sleep, but you don't rest. Lighten your mind. Praise God. Do what? Lighten your mind. And then you must have health scriptures. You declare over yourself. Every time, declare over yourself. Hallelujah. It's very, very important. That's why some people have money, they don't have health. Because they abuse their health. Success and progress is all-rounder in every way. Or what? All-rounder in every way. If, you're, if you have a plan for five of these areas in your life this year, against next year, you will discover your life 2019 will be far better. You will not attend all the parties you are invited to. Yes. You don't, invite, you don't attend all the occasions you are invited to. You will choose. You become selective. You become, because you are now, what? Purposeful. Your time has something allotted to it. Praise God. In closing, your goal or plan must be what? Must be smart. Specific. Measurable. Attainable or achievable. And time-bound. Result-oriented and, and time-bound. Thank you. Your plan must be, must be smart. It must be specific. I want to be rich. How rich? How rich? I want to be great. Define your greatness. So when they say they want to get the simply mean they want to be popular. It must be specific. It must be measurable. It must be what? Attainable. Not that by this time next year, I want to become professor, doctor, and all you have is OND. Sure you know that it's not, it's just a, it's just a, just a wishful thinking. Thank you. So something reasonable. Something small enough, but big, small enough for you to achieve, but big enough to inspire your discipline. Praise God. And it must be time-bound. Listen, any plan or goal without time-bound 
It's like playing football without goalpost. So you don't even know when you score or not. Just you're running around. And life cannot be run like that. Have a time bound by August, by March. I must have gotten a certification between in the first quarter of this year. You know, first quarter ends in March. So, how long do you take me to go and apply for it? How long does the program last? How many hours of study should I do a day? Do you understand? Then, by the end of first quarter, you know you are finished or you can finish. You plan it like that. So, when they come and say, hey, let's go, let's go, you say, oh, no, 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 no. I have two hours or three hours study I need to do. We cannot just go. So, I can't read tonight. I have worked so hard. What did you spend the work doing? You were with Abe in the morning, Susan in the evening, uh, Levi's in the afternoon. And now you guys, you went all the way to Ireland. Then from there, you crossed to Aja. Then you now remember that you did not pick Susan on the way. You need to go to, the, to, 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 to uh, Ikurudu to go and pick Susan uh, uh, Agbari Ojuku that you will need for the... Then you dash to Ikurudu. By the time you get back late at night, you are beaten, battered, and worn out. You cannot read. Because you have no plan. If you have plan and you value what you plan, if, if you can see your future going like, like this before you, you will arrest it and tie it into something tangible. God bless you in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you because we know that 2019 is a prepared year for us. 2019 is our own. We own that year. 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 We own it. We're going to put it on pages of paper. We're going to write. Bible says write the vision and make it plain. So that he that reads it will run with it. We will run with it. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Spirit of the Living God, for preparing us ahead of time for what you have already prepared for us. We walk into it majestically. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Hallelujah. Amen.